Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Theme Team. Yes, that's right. The title explains it all. Each week, Valve and Mowgli will put on their general manager hats and compile a team of basketball players. The key here being, a thematic element must unite them all. And it's up to you, the audience, to decide whose squad is better. And now, our host for the duration of this podcast, Malv and Mowgli! Hello everyone and welcome back to Theme Team! I am your co-host Mowgli and sitting next to me, as always, the man, the myth, the Malv. Thanks for returning, everybody. <laughs> wow. What a crazy episode last one was. My all right. all-time animated team blew everyone out of the roof, caught everyone off guard. I think it's safe to say I won that one. Not even. You're a liar. Everybody <laughs> told me that was the best. They're like, come on, this is the animation. Best. <laughs> Big Chief. The best. But now I'm here for another win again, you know? The community says it. You know what? Because I'm in such good spirits, I'll go ahead and give you that one. Because if I won this match, it would have been over. And we wouldn't have to have done any of these remaining theme teams and we have them lined up we need to release these episodes so whatever we have a nice couple of squads right here i, I actually like my squad a lot we'll see I, what happens i really think mine's super solid okay i think this is a we'll see what happens can't win we'll see what happens we're almost done with the first season of theme team i know and, crazy and thank you all for for listening we're recording this on january 26 an important day in basketball history and the world history, for that matter. This is the one-year anniversary of the tragic loss of Kobe Bryant, Gianna Bryant, and the rest of the people who perished on that helicopter crash one year ago today, January 26, 2020. R.I.P., man. R.I.P. Kobe. R.I.P. Gigi. We got another memorable one, too. R.I.P. everybody on the the whole families of everybody on the plane crash, on the helicopter crash. But uh, another one, and brighter note, hopefully, the 81 from Kobe. There's also another anniversary coming up, too. Coming up, too. Coming up, too. Yeah, just a legend. Before we go yeah. into this, what? where were you when that news broke? At home happened? in the morning. And I was watching. It's a Sunday morning, I believe. And I was up early. It was, And honestly, we live here near the beach, and it was foggy that day. It was crazy. And the first thing I saw was something on social media. It was early as fuck. And I looked at it. It was like Kobe Bryant dead in a helicopter. Crash. I was like, nah, that's not real. That sounds so fucking fake. Maybe like 20 minutes later, I saw maybe two or three more people on social media. And honestly, the first thing I did is like, I need to check TMZ. <laughs> and I went to TMZ. Sad but true. And then that's that's when it is. And it was like, what the fuck? And honestly, me and my family watched the whole news coverage mm-hmm. that morning until I had to go to sleep. How about you, man? Crazy. I, I, I agree. I had just, because the Lakers and LeBron had just passed mm-hmm. Kobe for third yeah. all-time in scoring the day before. And they were at Philly. So I was listening to that game. I had just gone to a museum. And the last tweet he did was just congratulating LeBron and, you know, just striving for greatness. And then the next day, for real, I was just perusing social media. And this one dude who's just like always kind of spoils all these things for me. And he just said, oh, God, Kobe, no. And I was like, what is he saying right there? And just instinctively, I went, let me check TMZ because yeah. they have that <laughs> reputation. They, I mean, for, 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 for better or for worse, they have that reputation where it's like, yo, if it's on TMZ, most likely it's, it's legit. Real, yeah. And for a while there, yeah, it said Kobe Bryant was dead. And I was like, what? I couldn't believe it. And no one else was reporting it. Yeah, none it, of the it, news it, sources it was, till later. It was like Variety then and all these like uh, entertainment deadline and a Hollywood reporter. But as far as like um, breaking news, like Sports Center, and I checked ESPN 710 and Fox Sports, so far they hadn't done that. So I was just like kind of in limbo for about 20 minutes. And 
it was I was just sitting in my car in front of my house because I was like, there's nothing on the TV. And then yeah. finally the radio station breaks it. I think it was Fox Sports over here, AM 570. And they started talking about it. And I was like, what? And then you know, AM 710, which is ESPN radio, is the Lakers home station. So I listened to that for a little bit too. And then same, it was just on the news all day. What a crazy day. Yeah, it was a crazy day, man. Crazy day. Crazy so time. we have not forgotten, but we will continue mm-hmm. to do our stuff on a lighter note. Okay. And let's get into theme team, yes? A little bit of housekeeping before we proceed. Number one, there needs to be a theme to your team, and you must explain it. Number two. Number two. Each GM is able to draft the same player, but only once. For instance, if I decide to draft Kwame Brown, Malv, you also have that opportunity. Number three, five players must be drafted on each team. You need a starting five. Number four, a total of 16 teams will be created, eight from myself, eight from Malv. Almost there, dude. We're almost at the end. We're in the end game now. Number five, you cannot draft a team solely based on the all-time greatest players to play for a franchise. But you can have a team with all of those players as long as there is another thematic element that unites them. Number six, most importantly, be weird, get creative, and may the best theme win. Okay, we'll list our teams fully. The next person will list their team, and then we'll have a healthy debate to see whose theme team reigns supreme. Rochambeau, dude. Always. One, two, three. Rock, One. paper. Oh, wait, wait. Hold up, hold up. Rock, paper, scissors. All right, yes. let's do this again. Rock, Rock paper, paper, scissors. I won. He won. Wow. I won. This is the first I time he's won. Win. This is the first time you've ever won in the Rock, paper, scissors. It's the first time I let you lose, all right? <laughs> the first time I let you lose. So what are you going to do? What are you, make the first you, move, you, Conway. You got to go first. I got to see your team first. Okay, my team first. I'm going first. All right, the first, I think, is this the first time I'm going, this isn't the first time I'm going first, right? No, no, I think, like, maybe the first episode you did go first. Okay, well, that ended okay. up in a victory for me, too. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I presented my all-time animated team, my all-Spanish-speaking team, my no-championship team. This team that I'm presenting to you is a bit more mysterious. It has a what-if theme to it. And if you follow our social media, you would notice that there was a little bit of a hint there, and that hint was the careers that ended because of injury. Mm-hmm. So what I am presenting to you is my all-time injured team. The stats right here are somewhat important, but they're not the all-defining factor because these careers were cut short. What's attracting me to this is that what if. That's the most intriguing part of this. So let's go ahead and start with my point guard. At six foot two, the youngest MVP in league history, Derek Rose. <gasps> My shooting guard, standing at 6-7, Anthony Penny Hardaway. Hardaway putting the move on Starks. Hardaway with a spectacular maneuver to go glass. What a shot by Anthony Hardaway. Come on now. Not bad, not bad. You got that. My small forward, standing at six foot eight, Grant Hill. Kobe slapped away by Grant Hill. Kobe got a step on Grant. He recovers and blocked the shot. Nice. Not bad. Not bad. All right. My power forward, standing at six foot ten, Amari Stoudemire. Hello, Amari Stoudemire. Elevates and detonates. Are you kidding me? Devastating dunk here in Oakland. Maybe 
the top dunk of his career. That was savage. Ooh, that's a nice one. And my center from China, seven foot six, seven foot four. All we know, he's bigger than seven feet. <laughs> Yao Ming. Oh my god. Yo. Yo. Fucking murdered you already. All right, so this is my all-injured team. Point guard, Derrick Rose. Shooting guard, Penny Hardaway. Small forward, Grant Hill. Power forward, Amari Stoudemire. My center, Yao Ming. Hell yeah! It's a solid team. I like it. Unfortunately, I had to leave a couple people off of that list. My honorable mentions. I'm going to go ahead and say it. Brandon Roy, so close in making this. He was actually in my list, but I, I wanted to go a bit bigger, beefier inside. Greg Oden was another dude. Shit, yeah. Portland I just guys. feel like he didn't play enough. Both of them together didn't play enough. Yeah, for sure. And then my other dude was Bill Walton. Nice. Injuries another cut one. short too. But, you know, he still ended up having a pretty solid career championship in Portland and then later on as a Celtic. So that is my all-injured team. Let's go ahead and hear what you got to say. Well, you could have made a whole Portland team right there with those three. Well, not with Oden, but that's pretty good. I like it. I yeah. like your team, but I don't think you're going to win. It's a nice team, though. I don't know if I should give you the name of mine. It'll probably, like, give it up. No, no I want to guess. I want to guess. guess. All right, all right, all right. All right, starting at center, the one, the Oni, Lou Alcinder, also known as Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. It's in the Kareem. Kareem swing left, right hand, 12-footer, good! Nice to say, ladies and gentlemen, the new king of scoring has ascended his throne. Are this, okay, I already know what you're going to do. This is your all-time name change team. <laughs> nope. Close well, one, though. Oh, that was okay. a good one. That okay. was a good one. Because when you said Lou Alcindor, I was like, okay, maybe. I was thinking Man of War Peace, Ron Artest. I was like, he's going <laughs> to be on your team one. somewhere or something. Currently playing for the Cleveland Cavaliers, your power forward, Kevin Love. Love! Got it! Oh, my, oh, my, oh, my. Are these college UCLA players? <laughs> Son of a bitch. Yes, that's you what it is, right? It. I, knew it. It, I knew it. Bitch. I knew it. But my team was called the Los Angeles Baby Bears. Oh, okay. Okay. That brew and the Bruins yeah. are baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got you. I got you. But yeah, damn, you motherfucker. You are good. You got me. This is the first one. No, like the second one you got. All right, let me go. Let me wrap up my team then, all right, since you ruined it for everybody. I got Matt Barnes at the three. Barnes has it. What's he doing? From midcourt. Oh, my oh, goodness. And he tripled. Not bad, not bad. Number two, though, four-time champion, two-time defensive team, Jamal Silk Wilkes. On the interception on the lazy pass, it is that rookie again, Magic Dishes Wilkes this time. Okay. And who to challenge your Derrick Rose, but none other than Russell Westbrook. Wait, didn't you use Russ Westbrook earlier on your no-dunk team? I don't think I did. I think I, I changed I, it up. Hold on. Hold on one second, dude. Oh, fuck it. Then I got on. Gail Goodrich <laughs> on number one. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. You're lying. I don't think this. I used him. I, I, I backtracked Okay, back. actually, yeah. no. You said you, John Wall. You, you used John Wall. Him, yeah. No, I didn't use Westbrook. But yeah, no. Okay. Westbrook is mine. Okay. Okay. I thought you did. No, okay. No, I take no. that back. I don't think he dunks list that your, well. List your team again. All right. So we got Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, Kevin Love. Matt Barnes, Jamal Wilkes, and Russell Westbrook. 
I this is going to be an actually we can dissect this position by position pretty yeah, solid. What do you want to start? Let's start I'm, with our point guards. Point guards, Let's start okay. with point guards right Classic. Here. Derek Rose, listen to this, dude. The youngest MVP we already said, the mm-hmm. rookie of the year at the time. He was Russell Westbrook before Russell Westbrook. Everyone has molded their game off of them. And I remember when he tore his ACL. Oh, Rose came down bad on his left foot. See him holding on to his knee, holding on to his knee and down. It was that game, holding on to his knee, holding yeah. on to his knee. And it's like, oh my goodness, dude. This that is sucked. Mr. Triple Double though, bro. It doesn't matter that he gave, you know, that Derrick Rose was the basis of it. Like, he still ran with it. Westbrook is a beast still, you know? Westbrook hasn't even won anything yet, though, even with the triple-double. He's won his MVP as well. Derrick Rose won his MVP while making it to the Eastern Conference Finals. Well, he was on his own team by himself, all right? No, he wasn't. He already had had, had Luol Dang. He had Carlos Boozer. He had Joe Kim Noah. Taj Gibson was there, but he was was a a bench player. Mm. He was a six-man. Russell Westbrook has it on this. This is going to be, I'm going to tell you, it's going to be a notch off. This is going to be a complete runoff. That's why you need the rest of the team. But this is where my argument comes in. You're, this is what if injuries did not happen. You're basing your career, your true. whole argument is based off that of Russell true. Westbrook, what he has done. If you want to compare what they have done in that early part of the season or like er, the, those career years, because mm-hmm. Derrick Rose was those first five years, you can compare the first five years to Westbrook to Rose. No, and, but even the organization was kind of different for both of them. That's why. But I would say they're both explosive. I do love Derrick Rose, but they're honestly on the even match. I don't. It could go either way with both these. This is a coin toss for sure in positions. At most, I'll give you a wash. At <laughs> most, I'll give you a wash. But Derrick Rose is that dude, man. He was the Windy City no, assassin. He is, but same, same with Westbrook. He could, he's Mr. Triple Double. He does all of it, bro. He can rebound when he has to. Not so good with the points when he has to, but he'll take over if he needs to, you know? And he's, he's just the third player ever with at least 7,000 assists, 6,000 rebounds, and 19,000 career points. That's a high-caliber player, though he hasn't won yet. And you might get off the leadership skills. I could give you that. Let's fight. We could fight that off. I could give you that. I would say Westbrook is probably lesser of the leaders of the two. I'll give you that, but I don't think that edge takes off player-wise. Like I said, it, would, it has to do with the squad, with the rest of the squad. Leadership, I'll give you, though. I would definitely go with Derrick Rose on leadership. Let's move on, then. Shooting guard, Penny Hardaway This one's hard versus too. Jamal Wilkes, correct? Yes, sir. Okay, Penny Hardaway was ahead of his time. Basically, a Magic Johnson slash, like, scoring-type dude. He had a finals appearance. He was one of the only people to take down Michael Jordan, albeit it was 45 Jordan. He was a four-time All-Star, and you cannot forget the marketing behind Lil Penny and Chris Rock. You guys remind me of my shoe closet. I got one penny and a bunch of loafers. No, hilarious. All-time great. Like, uh, off-the-court presence. That was incredible. I'll give you his commercial game. <laughs> Top-notch. <laughs> hey, it's me, Lil Penny. <laughs> I can't even do it. And then Jamal Wilkes, yes, he mm-hmm. he was a championship. He, he, he had parted ways before like showtime was really showtime he was like uh he won like three. earlier on yeah, there, right yeah he won three of them with them Did he the re- only thing was uh what i was reading and catching up on was that he was a little bit injury prone after he came from the warriors and plus sitting behind we could use him because of he, his injury could have been better and at the same time he's playing behind magic johnson and kareem at the same time you know and james worthy later and at the same time too he he's won at all levels you know, that takes a huge, huge athletic career. I, I like Penny because I think he had more responsibility. 
compared to Jamal Wilkes. I'll give you that, but that too, like uh, this is the potential of Jamal Wilkes because since we're this whole game is based on potential, he was already scoring 17-plus a game. He was on the bench, but many of the players and coaches have said that he could have played starter, you know, if it wasn't for those injuries and because he had Magic and he had Kareem. But solid. I, honestly, this one is a pretty even match. I'm favoring uh, who, Penny. Well, well, what are the stats? Let me see the stats on this one then. What are yours? For who, Penny? Yeah, for Penny. I, I'm telling you, that's why, like, stats for this for no, this but even position, but same so, too for Jamal Wilkes is like he was you know he so, was injury prone he wasn't the star player of his team so okay so they're so gonna be lower I'm expecting for his career games played for Penny Hardaway seven hundred four points per game fifteen point two rebounds four point five assists five point zero yeah see I got seventeen and seventeen point seven points rebounds six point two assists two point five a little bit better and. We already know. Well, we're we're speculating, but I would see that he has one on each level, so he could win with different players. He has one with different players, different organizations. So I give that a notch on mine. No, I just don't. I think I think that that era of basketball was a little bit different, and it, this is more modern playing. So oh, I just it is, but I think you would still have to kind of like mentally like fantasize where they would be on each level if they were together in the same year. Like you would have to notch down certain skills, right, for Penny. If you're going to play with the lower 70s and 80s rules. Penny! <laughs> uh, it's me, Chris Rock. I can't even do Chris Rock's voice. Okay, let's move on to the small forward position. Grant Hill versus Matt Barnes. I think that's me. Yeah. And I think that's me. But I got pure defense on my skill, you know. Well, Matt Barnes you... is a goon. He's yeah, a dog. Yeah, that's he, why he's I, not going to back down. Mame, that's what I wrote it here on my notes. Everybody needs that dog, bro. And, like, he can give it to you. And honestly... There's been times when I, you know, in the games where he's tried to take over, he has, he could be that potential energy boost that the team needs if, if they weren't low. But I think my team is so stacked that we wouldn't even need his energy because we already have so much energy and we're fucking winning, you know? When are you going to bring up his All Smoke podcast <laughs> and all the weed, right? <laughs> yeah, I'm going to have all these dudes on my podcast. That's what you should have, um, that's <laughs> another thing that you can do. Grant Hill, he was great. Championship at Duke. Injuries, of course, messed him up. But also, don't forget his great commercial about like uh, stopping a uh, spread of hate. Do you remember that basketball commercial? No, it's, it's <laughs> I don't like remember that at all. Something about your moves are just gay. Using gay to mean dumb or stupid, not cool. Not cool. Not in my house, not anywhere. It's not creative. It's offensive to gay people. And you're better than that. And then like it's just like, stop. That's hurtful. Don't do that. <laughs> do you remember that? Do you remember that commercial? I don't it, it was like around 2010 or oh something my, like that. No, I don't remember and, that at and, all. Uh, Did it, he it say was, something? It was in response because he said something. I, I'm not. He might have said something. I remember Kobe had something that he said. You remember the ref? he called the ref. Yeah. He called him the, uh, like the f word or something like that. And um, yeah, Grant Hill and the NBA like took like a public service announcement, and they're like, "Don't say that. That's hurtful." <laughs> I just see that oh. whole cheese level right there. What a good guy Grant Hill is. <laughs> hey, don't forget Matt Barnes is. Flinch, non-flinch to Kobe having the balls to even Matt try Barnes and attempt that. Matt Barnes would, would, would drive to any one of his teammates' houses and beat their ass for trying, uh, to, for trying to steal their, their wife. Santa Barbara, here we come, bro. Shit, dude. Despite all of that, Grant Hill is still a Hall of Famer. He was a seven-time All-Star. He was co-rookie of the year with Jason Kidd. It was a still a very solid career despite all of those injuries. So it's like, yeah, what if? What if? Okay, moving on. Power forward. This... Is a little bit of a wash, I think, as well. We got Amari Stoudemire versus Kevin Love. Is this pudgy Kevin Love? Because no, when he played at UCLA, no, no, he was is, pretty pudgy. This is prime level on everybody. Is this GQ, you know it. G- GQ Kevin Love? My, no. Male model Kevin Love? No, this is my favorite Kevin Love. Sad boy Kevin Love because I can relate to him, all right? Fuck. You know what? I, you know what? Okay, for, for all of our, our, our Spanish 
listeners out there, there is a radio station called 107.5 K-Love. So I always like if 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 Kevin Love ever came to the Lakers or something like that, you should have just had a, a poster like one hundred seven point five K Love. That'd be good. That'd that would have been so funny. Stickers, right? I, could see I was just waiting stickers. forever. I was like, oh, whenever he comes, I'm just waiting for that sign. I was yeah. like, I was, it was always in the back of my mind, and I guess it's not happening anymore. But mm. I'm telling you now. No, it's beast. And uh, honestly, this one I like. I like this matchup because honestly, I'm a fan of Amari. I liked him in Zion the Suns. I thought he had potential, and he. I was wanting the fucking Knicks to win when he was linked up with Carmelo. I was like, "Fuck, this is gonna be a beast ass team." But yeah, again, no. And uh, on this team, I think Amari's gonna do solid. Amari's gonna bang. He's gonna be a beast. Kevin Love will stretch him out though. That's the, that's the, the greatest advantage that Kevin Love has. I think he, he's a three point contest winner he's a three-point shooter champion Do you remember he won that once a couple years back i, don't, I haven't watched those games really because they've been boring it was all-star weekend no i don't watch like the oh you don't watch all-star saturday no fuck it just the game it's been boring okay, okay. uh <laughs> amari rookie of the year six-time all-star five-time all nba don't forget his injuries yes they're derailing him i'm always going to remember the fire extinguisher in incident in Miami, remember he punched the fire oh, yeah, extinguisher and then he got stitches on his hand and then he couldn't play in the next game they were eliminated Oops. When he was uh, battling LeBron in the Heat, so that was when he was a member of the Knicks. Kevin Love, he's a champion. Great stats. He's mm. a solid rebound. He was like one of the best rebounders when he was a Timberwolf. Remember? Yeah, dude. And everybody overlooks that because he left, and because everybody thinks KG is the Timberwolves, which rightly he is of the that era. But no, I think this is he's gotten most improved. He's been a champion, and he proves that he could play around champions too. Honestly, this is. I, I think I would get a beat down, a physical beat down from Amari, and have to. Kevin Love will have to really make Amari pay the price and stretch the floor and hit his threes. And then let's go to our center matchup. I win. Come on, you can't even fucking argue this shit. Anybody listening, out of center, Yao, Yao Ming versus of, Kareem. Yeah, Kareem versus Yao Ming. Yao Ming will only, put up a valiant effort. I'll tell you. Of that course, much. he did. I loved it when he was getting beat by Shaq. Okay, those are beautiful games. Right? That's a completely different game, though. It is. It's a, that was Shaq a knockaround. Shaq is more more yeah. more brute force. Kareem has that finesse to him. But Shaquille also hit those little baby hooks. And now, if you have a super finesse sky hook, the whole thing. I don't think Yao Ming has it with his foot problems or with his fucking funky ass running. These are not, no, <laughs> nobody's supposed to have any injuries here. This is my what if team. I'm just okay? saying because his feet suck. What do you like more? Do you big. like all injury team or do you like my what if team? What should I name this? I like the what if team actually okay. because I'll, Yao I'll Ming, what if. again, you have to talk about the injury because that was his big thing. He His back and his fucking foot. He had a fracture neck, for a while. His back, <laughs> his foot. Oh, that's whack. <laughs> But yeah, but come on, you can't really beat Kareem all around. Rebounding points, come on, leading points. What what are you gonna do? What is he gonna do against that shot? I know they're matched by height, but that finesse. You said it. You're well. You said it as well. That finesse, and I still think that Kareem, even when he got older, was probably still a little bit faster than Yao Ming when Yao Ming was playing in his prime in the NBA. Because I saw him still trying to lug around Shaq. How hard is it still to like run around Shaq? You know. You looked more athletic, but you weren't. You know, I felt like Yao Ming wasn't to the top, but he had a nice ass shot. You know, I give him that from. But even then, I don't think it was as high a percentage as what Kareem will get. How are you running your team? Who's your Who's your primary ball handler? Who is your dude? 
my main score machine that I want to go through is Kareem. You yeah, know? you're funneling yeah. everything to Kareem. <laughs> yeah, Kareem. You'd be a fool not to. Yeah, Kareem, and I have to give it to Westbrook, too, because he's going to want the ball, you know? So you're playing that's inside out then, right? I would play the same way inside out as well. I like Derrick Rose for my team and Penny Hardaway can both, even Grant Hill, I, I think all of those dudes are a threat outside. I think Derrick Rose is probably the weakest threat. You're the one who want him to shoot the most mm-hmm. outside. But he did have a game winner, a three-point game winner against LeBron. No, but you can never take away that intensity. That was the greatest thing about watching Derrick Rose He, you, and Westbrook, too, is like that energy. You see that they put it all in the game. You remember, like, the whole fucking Celtics-Bulls uh, rivalry. You know, those were going. That series. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I know? remember. Like, that's energy, full. you know? Like, that's pure energy. You wouldn't want – I would want him to do that. But I don't know. I think I could stop some of your shooters from, <laughs> you know – I think my greatest advantage is going to be Grant Hill against Matt Barnes. I'm going to try yeah. and exploit the shit out of that. No lie, I can see do. that. And I would have to switch up Matt Barnes just being purely defense and being like, fuck it, bro. You're going to have to get that five and get kicked out or wear him out. And but I think he has that. We've seen him. He has. The way I'm telling you right now, too, is because Derrick Rose and Russell Westbrook, they don't even play defense. They're just going to let each other. Just, okay, your turn, my turn. That's their game. That's mm-hmm. their game right there. Penny Hardaway, he's going to be a bit of a. How tall is Jamal Wilkes? Jamal Wilkes is six foot six. Okay, they're around the same height then. No, but even Wilkes got two time defensive team. Obviously, if we have to switch it up, I would want him to be the third, you know, uh, scoring machine. But if not, he also could switch it up to defense and do switches with Matt Barnes. You know what? I think my best advantage to beating your team is I'm just going to talk all the shit to Russell Westbrook, and I'm going to make him do everything. <laughs> so he's going to get his own team, and it's going to be a collapse from within. I Russell Westbrook is going to fuck up your whole team. I can see that. That's why I have Gail John Wooden on the crying. back. <laughs> John Wooden is no. trying my system of success. No. <laughs> He's stirring in his grave. Will you say, who's your honorable mentions? You didn't even tell uh, me. Gail Goodrich I was going to put over there. Gail? No Lonzo? No Lonzo. <laughs> you going to put him? Put that Lonzo. ball boy. Who else did I have? I had one more. Um, Baron Davis I was thinking of. Baron Davis? But that would have slowed the game up a lot more, I think. But uh, Baron Davis was really close up. I really was thinking of putting him, um, him up there. But I wanted a good full energy. I think you would get a certain S showtime with Westbrook, but it'd be – a little bit more spotlight on Westbrook, and it would be the crumbling of the team. And your team, I could only see Amari being a, a party animal and not caring <laughs> about working out for a bit. Yeah, you know, yeah, everyone is pretty disciplined. I think uh, Yao Ming and his China, just kind of mentality, just that work ethic. Derek Rose is always a humble dude. Penny, already made it to the finals. Mm-hmm. Grand Hill, solid dude. Amari, yeah, he'd probably get high. Yeah. He, uh, <laughs> wine baths, you know, has all his wine baths and stuff like but, that. But Matt yeah. Barnes, you got to worry about him. He's probably going to – and Kareem. Kareem seems like he'd get stoned back in the day too. Yeah, but I think he'd just zone out and just talk shit about the world, you know? Like, God, it's so – More weird. existential. Yeah, that's what I think Kareem would be. It's like, yeah, you would just have to worry about Matt Barnes. Matt Barnes is going to be a bad influence, get everyone stoned. Matt Barnes and Westbrook, you know, I think – I could see them ruining the town. <laughs> Yeah, 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 okay. But I won for sure. I would love to see this. Well, how many games this is going, realistically? Like, how, what do you think? Six games. Six games? My Close. team. Nah. Yeah, my team in six games. Kareem killing it with the skyhook. Last shot right there. Boom. Done. No one could have defended him. It was Magic who did the skyhook. He didn't shoot it. Five seconds left. Magic down the middle. Just what I thought. A hook shot at 12. Good! Two seconds left. The Lakers take the lead on Magic Johnson's running skyhook. Got you there. Your Honor, I got him there. (laughs) Entrapment, sir. That is entrapment. 
Okay, well, that is going to conclude today's episode of Theme Team. We have the What If Team. We changed it. I called another audible. It's not the All Injured Team. It is the What If Team against the Los Angeles ba- Golden Bears. The oh, Baby, Baby Bears? Bears. The Los Angeles, the Los Baby, Angeles Baby. Baby Bears. Yeah. Okay, so that's basically a UCLA slash NBA hybrid against the players that were injured and could not reach their full potential. Let us know what you think. Thank you for listening. Questions, comments, or anything like that, feel free to email us at malvinmogley at gmail.com. Go ahead and subscribe to wherever you listen to your podcast. If you listen on Apple, please rate us five stars. It'll help us out tremendously. And one more thing, follow us on social media, will you? At malv underscore n underscore mogley. That's for Twitter. That's for Instagram. And that's all we have. We'll see you guys next time on Theme Team.